Hello there, newcomer. Welcome to the Life Tips Podcast. My name is Nate, and I'm here to help you navigate through important situations that affect our everyday lives and provide a roadmap for you to make the best decisions in the future. The fun part is that each topic is unique to whatever you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. So sit back, enjoy the ride, and let's discover how we can live our best life today. Enjoy. Hey world, it's Nate. Welcome back to another Life Tips podcast episode. So as usual, I just want to reiterate that you're listening to this podcast live on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and more, thanks to Anchor. Everything is free, uh, the app distribution, the streaming platforms, etc. You even make money off your podcast as well. It's a one-stop shop for podcast development, basically. So all you got to do to get started is go to www.anchor.fm, download the app to your Android or iOS device, and start recording. Alright. So don't you just love it when someone is honest and relatable? I do too. Makes speakers in particular more desired because the audience can feel you versus feeling like you're just talking at them. So don't think that with these podcasts that I'm just talking at you, I'm just basically sharing my life and being vulnerable, as well as giving you tips on how to make it through things. And so once again, I'll be sharing my feelings with you all, but this time it's going to be a little bit different than in the last podcast episode. This Life Tips episode really is going to live up to the name Life Tips. So fellas, you might want to listen up. Because today's topic of discussion is going to be extremely, extremely key. So... Quite possibly one of the biggest tips for life is how to approach a young woman. More specifically, how to engage a young woman. And while I'm not going to talk to you specifically about that tonight, I'm more so going to come at this from a friendship perspective. Because, see, what most people don't realize is that there's two types of approaches. There's the approach for the brand new woman you've never met before. And then there's the approach for the friend that you have a crush on, the friend you're attracted to or interested in. What many guys fail to realize, though, is that by simply screwing up or by taking action in the wrong time, you can easily destroy something beautiful. Take Galena's case, for example. If you're not aware of what happened to her, earlier this year, uh, then just go back to episode two. Episode two has all those details. But that same night, which at this point would be yesterday, 
This is hours after we left each other's presence and had a great time socializing, recorded the podcast, etc., etc. She posts a stern warning on her Snapchat. This stern warning was directed at a lifelong friends who are guys. And it basically said, stop freaking me out. Stop driving me insane. Stop trying to move the relationship when I haven't given my consent. In other words, stop trying to be more than friends if I'm not showing you with my actions that I want that. From the girl's perspective, she understands you're attracted to her and she can smell it a mile away. But it takes two to build a romantic relationship, if I'm not mistaken. And if she doesn't want that with you, fellas, then your job is to respect it and drop the thought of us being together out of your head permanently. So basically, as she was messaging me, I instantly started realizing that many, many young dudes are killing their chances at love, at romance, etc., etc., simply by being insensitive, selfish, and pig-headed. And yes, in the Christian world, this applies to them too. Because it's not so much that we go ahead of God and we aren't willing to wait on his timing. No, 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 no. We wait on his timing. It works. God always comes through. He's always right there on time in the nick of time when we need him. But see, what happens is that nine times out of ten, we mess up by not knowing how to properly act in the moment. So even if God's timing for you to have a significant other has come, you can easily ruin your chances with said young lady if you don't take heed, fellas, to these crucial life tips. Dramatic pause. Here's what you need to do, fellas. You need to look for the hints before attempting to move the relationship. So, pretty much, before I move forward, let me give you an example. Here's why I'm talking about this. So, so on the one hand, you have a young lady. Let's just say Matthew and Jocelyn. So Jocelyn's the young lady, Matthew's the guy. Jocelyn and, young, and uh, Matthew met as childhood friends. And they pretty much grew up together. They were close through just about everything. We're talking elementary school, middle school, high school. They went to prom together. Uh, they went to homecoming at you know, each other's colleges. Or they went to other colleges that had homecoming dances, and they went to them. And so Jocelyn and Matthew, they were close. They were still close, close to this day, 
almost in a brother-sister type way. So they're so they're best friends, but their relationship is pretty much on a brother-sister level to where there's no doubt in Jocelyn's mind that she would never go beyond that into a different realm where the possibility of being a romantic couple down the line is insinuated. But to Matthew, Matthew doesn't understand that. Matthew's just looking at this like, okay, clearly you want to marry your best friend, right? Or you'd want to be in a relationship with or date your best friend, right? This is my best friend, so why not? Or this is someone that I've been close to for X, Y, and Z amount of time, so so why not? Matthew's head and Jocelyn's head are on completely different pages. So that's the first example. And that's exactly what I'm going to address in the last half of this podcast episode. But then there's the other example, the second example. And this is more so in line of possibilities. So while Matthew and Jocelyn are the best friend example, here you have Diamond and Jacob. Diamond and Jacob, they haven't been best friends for a lifetime or for years at a time. Diamond and Jacob, they met each other fairly recently. They've only been close for a few weeks to months. And so they're in a different situation. They're friends for sure, but their situation is different because there's clear attraction between the two of them. They're not ready to move forward beyond their friendship right now, but but it's there. It's clear that Diamond is interested and it's also clear that The guy she's talking to, getting to know, is interested in her as well. So Jacob's in a good situation because the same vibes that he's giving off to her, she's giving off to him. And it's just a matter of timing and patience and letting the friendship grow a little bit before these two decide, okay, Let's move forward and take things to the next level. See, that's the difference. Lifelong friends means that you're stuck in this thing for life. You're only going to be friends. And there's no realistic way under the sun that you two would end up dating each other down the line. Versus if you're not in that category and you start off as friends regularly and the hints are there between the two of you, it's possible you two might end up dating each other down the line. Just depends on who's ready. 
if one person's ready and the other person's not, then the other person needs time. If y'all are both ready, then boom, go ahead. Uh, but I just wanted to give that little example to you so that you know where I'm coming from as I finish this up. So look for the hints before attempting to move the relationship. Life tips. This is lit. <laughs> anyway, hint number one, fellas. Pay attention when communicating. Eye messages, emojis, calls, etc. Read, read receipts, reply timing. If you're doing the majority of this and she isn't, she doesn't like you, bro. So let me break this down. You have eye messages, right? The blue bubbles that you send between each other. Here's 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 what you need to realize. If you are the one sending three, four, five messages at the same time, sending heart emojis and kissy faces and all that stuff, the majority of the time, and she's not doing any of that, she's only giving you one word text messages, she's not using emojis, it's just all bland communicating, then, dude, she doesn't like you. Okay, uh, calls. If she FaceTime calls you more than you FaceTime call her, that's a good sign. But if it's the reverse and you're doing it more than she is, and she's not really FaceTiming you, then you get the picture, right? Read receipts. Oh my goodness, this is a big one, especially for the iPhone community. If you have your read receipts on and you read a message that someone sent to you, and you don't reply within five minutes or less, then under normal circumstances, it's just like, what the heck? Because in iPhone world, read, read receipts are like the worst possible thing. So, yeah. Um, but but in a, in a romantic connotation, especially if you start off as friends, if she's reading your messages, fellas, and she's not replying to you within the first five minutes, it either means that she's busy or she's replying to other guys that are not you in that five-minute time frame. Obviously, you don't know which one it is, but if she's not busy and she's replying back to other guys in that five-minute time frame, and not you, that should tell you something right there. If she takes her time to reply back to you, that should tell you something right now, right there. It's only when she's actively telling you, hey, I was busy, hey, I had stuff going on, or more importantly, sorry I didn't reply back. Giving you the intent that she meant to reply back, desired to reply back, but at the time she couldn't, if she's telling you this at the time she does reply back, good sign. If she's not, breath. So I've covered all that. And if basically if that's if that's happening where you're doing all of that and she's not doing it back, dude, come on, son. But but Nate, what if she's just being nice? Bruh. Okay. Let me tell you something. A woman who is just being nice absolutely will not use any of the terms, quote, boo, babe, hun, love, etc. when addressing you. It will always be terms such as bro, 
or she'll use your name all the time. Bro is the most overly used friend zone term in the book. In both the Christian world and outside the Christian world. If a girl calls you bro, nah, man. It's it's not gonna work. I'm just I'm just telling you that now. She calls you bro, you're toast, you're in trouble, you're in the danger zone. Don't even try to get out because it's not going to work. At least not in her mind. And if she always calls you by your name when you're with each other, hey Toby. What's up, Toby? How are you doing, Toby? Nice to see you, Toby. You get the picture. Fellas, fellas, we need to stop doing this. Stop irritating women, especially female friends. Like, y'all, we just need to chill. And don't think that I'm some expert. I used to do this. Used to. But I've since stopped doing this for obvious reasons. But, hey. Um, what else? Phone and in-person, ooh, that's hint number three. Phone and in-person have to match. So basically, take everything that I said in hint number uh, one and hint number two. Hint number one, of course, pay attention when communicating. Hint number two was try to spot love language, aka oversaturation of certain words. So basically, combine those two together. And if that's happening not just on the phone or through the phone or through iPhone, since, again, majority of us have iPhone, if that's not happening just through the phone, but it's also happening in person, bruh, I don't know how blatantly obvious it can be, but she likes you, okay? It's as simple as that. If it's happening on the phone and in person, and y'all are acting like y'all are dating each other, bruh, it's just facts. She likes you. And I already know you like her. It's, again, just a matter of time before it becomes official. But that has to be there. The communication has to be that on point. Oversaturation of certain words has to be there. And then in-person and phone have to match. But that's just the first three. There's two more to go. Hint number four, she posts you on her social media feed. And in addition to that, when you find pictures of yourself on her page that were taken when you weren't looking or when you weren't paying attention, and it just pops up and you get tagged in it randomly, and then you look at it and you're like, did she just take that picture of me when I wasn't paying attention and post it on her page? Yes, she did. Bro, if she's doing that, fellas, if she's doing that, that's another sign. That's also a big sign. Because she's publicly talking about you. She's purposefully mentioning you on social media. Whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. It doesn't matter. Point is, if she's putting you on her page, to the same extent that you're putting her on her page, that's just another sign. If that's not happening, then then that's not a sign that she likes you, bro. So, I don't know what to say there, bro. Like, 
these these hints are really key, fellas. Really key. You gotta remember these. And then lastly, this is probably quite possibly the biggest hint of them all. Ignore all the other ones if this is actually happening. Okay? So if you forget all the other hints and you only remember this one, that's fine. But just to give you a quick recap, hint number one was to pay attention to communication, to pay attention to her communication when you two were talking. Hint number two, oversaturation of certain words. So that kind of goes hand in hand with communication. And again, a woman who's just being nice will absolutely not use any of the terms boo, babe, hon, love, etc. when addressing you. It will always be your name or she will call you, quote, bro. Hint number three, phone and in-person after match. So all the communication stuff I just talked about a few seconds ago, if that's happening over the phone and in person, then you're good. If it's not happening in person and over the phone, then nah, I can just tell you that right now. Hint number four, social media, specifically hers, because the girl's social media matters a little bit more than yours. Because as dudes, we always we post all girls of all types on our social media. The girls? No. They only post certain dudes on their social medias. And if you're one of them, then you're in a pretty good company. Oh boy. Hit number five. Here we go. Hit number five is that she plans time and agrees to spend time with you in both group settings and one-on-one. Let that marinate for a few seconds. Now, now this can be dicey. Be careful, fellas. This can be dicey because the woman will most likely already spend time with friends closest to her. So by her doing this alone, it doesn't automatically mean that she likes you. In fact, all the other hints, including this one, there's no automatic guarantee. Not at all. But, I'll get to this part later, it could be a possibility based on what I'm going to say at the end. So again, all this alone, it doesn't automatically, doesn't automatically excuse me, mean that she likes you. But if she's doing this in by this, I mean if she's planning time to spend time with you, and if she's saying yes to your advances or to you asking her to spend time with you, and she's clearing her schedule and taking time off work and all this other stuff, and it's happening simultaneously with all the other tips that I mentioned, or hints, then, bruh, she's making it blatantly obvious. She likes you. Okay? Now, going back to the examples from the beginning, if you find yourself in the example of one of those guy and girl situations that I mentioned, the close friends from over, you know, childhood, 
or the two friends that just met recently, then here's what the most likely outcome of that would be. So if you're in the latter, let's do the latter first. I want to say the good news first, and then I'll tell you the bad news, because obviously this podcast was based around you know, crazy situation. So of course I'm going to give you the bad news last. So good news. If you're in the latter scenario that I mentioned at the beginning with that guy and girl, then you're pretty much in a good space. You just need to continue to take it slow, honestly, because if all this stuff is happening simultaneously, it can rush to your brain like crazy fellas and make you think that you have a girlfriend, when in reality, you really, really don't have a girlfriend until it's become official. What type of official? I don't know. I can't really say. And I probably shouldn't even tell you what official is to you. Could mean something different to you. Could mean something different to me. Probably does. But until it's official between the two of you face to face, or if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go the social media route and do this whole social media official thing, that's fine. But if you're not gonna do that, just wait until it's official between you and her, and then you know, probably plaster and stuff like that. Girlfriend, boyfriend, boom. But if y'all are still in the get to know each other stage, just try to chill. I know it's difficult, fellas. I know it's really difficult. You've got this girl that's doing things that other girls never did with you in the past, and it feels great, and it's gravy, and you kind of feel like you're, you know, fitting in. You feel like you're experiencing what everybody else is experiencing right now, even though you're not on their level. But just chill. Just chill. Wait a couple more months to weeks. Give it some more time, and then if it's still going on after a couple more months, then I'd say, yeah. Take the plunge. If she's ready, take the plunge. If she's not ready, just give her more time. Wait. But if this is still going on and you're in the second scenario that I mentioned in the beginning, then, bro, you're golden. I don't know what to tell you. But if you're in the first scenario and you're a childhood friend of the girls, then this is why I created this podcast episode in the first place. You remember in the last episode, I think I mentioned that a couple of years back, I tried to tell my best friend at the time back in high school how I felt about her right before she went off to college and she rejected me. That is a classic example of trying to move a relationship forward that never was meant to be moved forward in the first place. And honestly, if I could go back in time and do that all over again, I wouldn't have done it. I really wouldn't have done it because I would have known this girl isn't into me like that. It's not going to work. But fellas, like I said in the beginning, some of you guys are messing stuff up. Some of you are ruining your chances at actual romance, at actual relationships down the line, simply because we are selfish. We are self-centered. We only focus on us and we really don't care about the woman. Because, dude, if you cared about the woman, you would realize that she's not in a position 
She's not ready to date someone right now. She just wants friends. And if she just wants friends, be her friend. It is completely selfish and stupid and pig-headed to say, hey, I have a crush on you. Hey, I like you, without even considering the fact that, one, she's told you a million times over and over and over again, I just got out of a situation. I just am still struggling to get over my ex. I'm not ready. But yet, oh, I don't care. I don't care about that. Or I'm not aware that you've told me that a million times. I'm just going to tell you that I like you regardless and see what happens. Bruh, that is stupid. How dumb can you be, fellas? I mean, come on. Common knowledge here. Common sense. So, if you're in that friends for life category, close friends category, you might want to not only replay this podcast episode, but send this podcast episode to all the dudes you know who are in your situation. Because y'all are about to mess things up big time. And if you take it too overboard and continually message her about it, continually mention it to her, or worse, get your family involved and have your family blowing the girl up. I mean, good grief. There's so many ways this can go to end your friendship. But I'm telling you, if you let this thing go too far, get over the edge, she will not only block you, she will drop you out of her life completely and you'll never have a friend again. So, I had to create this episode of the podcast for you guys. Because I knew that if y'all didn't know this, then you would ruin basically all of your relationships moving forward. And you probably would not be able to experience romance for a good couple of years, honestly. Because, trust me, I've been there. It sucks. It's messed up. When you have a friend that you're deeply connected to and you think she likes you back, but she really doesn't. And she probably either doesn't like anyone at the moment or she's into somebody else that's not you. That's a whole other podcast. When a girl is into somebody else that's not you. Man, that sucks. That hurts worse than this. But to just wrap everything up, look for the hints before attempting to move the relationship, fellas. Pay attention to the hints. Because if you don't, then you're just going to go off of your own understanding, your own intuition, your own feelings, your own heart-throbbing romantic tendencies. And they are going to not only get you in trouble, not only land you with nothing, But you're going to lose the ending that you so desperately wanted in the first place. There's literally no way that I can say that better. You're just going to lose your happily ever after that you wanted from day one. Because let's be honest, we all want to get there where we say, oh, I married my best friend. Don't we all want to be there? Or we could say we married our best friend. I do. But it is a process to get there. Certain things have to be in place in your friendship before you can move forward into the dating realm. 
And the reason why, fellas, who were in that friends for life category, the reason why you're not getting there and the other dude is who just met the girl weeks ago and doesn't know her as long as you do, the reason why he's winning and you're losing is because he knows how women are. He's able to pick up the senses, pick up on the hints, pick up on the tips, use them in his life as he continues to engage the woman. And if it doesn't happen with this woman, it's going to happen with another woman. You just have to continue to meet women, like I've said in previous podcast episodes. And like a very wise family member told me, you probably are going to end up having to date multiple girls over and over before you meet the one that you put a ring on. And if that's coming from a family member, you know it's true. So, yeah, guys, you gotta recognize the hints. That's why this episode title is called Hints. You'll know she likes you if she does these things. If she's not doing these things with you fellas, she doesn't like you. If she just sees you as a bro, or if she calling you by her your name, she doesn't like you. And most important of all, if she's not doing any of these things, and she's also not making time to spend with you in person, and she's ghosting you, or she's coming up with excuses like, quote-unquote, I'm busy, as to why she's not able to hang out with you, then, bro, give up. Go to the next girl. There's plenty of fish in the sea. I know I hate that cliche, but it's the truth. Because if you keep getting hooked up, hung up on one girl, then you're really just limiting your options. You're not going to know what's out there. You're not going to be prepared for when the next guy, girl, excuse me, you're not going to be prepared for when the next girl comes along. Because the reality is, the reality is that we're not in control of life. We can't control what happens. Only God can. And since God is in control of your entire life, that means he's in control of who you meet and when you meet them, including girls. So you can't say, oh, I'm going to be single for this period of time, and then I'll be ready to meet someone. You can't say, oh, I'm waiting on God to reveal the right person to me, or I'm waiting on God to send me the right girl. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. God doesn't show up in a vision and tell you who the girl is that you're going to marry. No, that's not how it works. How it works is you live life, you experience things, and as you experience things, God orchestrates things, puts things together, and reveals things to you in the moment that let you know, okay, 
it's possible that this could be happening. And then it is happening. Just depends on what God wants to do when he wants to reveal things to you in the moment and how he wants to proceed when it comes to directing your life. So, yeah, guys, that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. There will be another episode coming, but I had to do this. Not just for Galena, but for all the ladies, honestly. This podcast is not just catered to dudes. I'm going to help the ladies out. And this one is key. All the females, especially the young single females, are probably like, yes, Nate. Yes, Nate. He he, he gets us. See? And, and I bet all of the single girls are going to take this podcast episode and share it with all their guy friends and be like, here, this is what you need to know. Listen to this guy named Nate. He knows what he's talking about. He knows his stuff. And if you can't pick up on X, Y, and Z things, then I'm sorry, dude. But, yeah, this other guy can, and he's going to get me because he picked up on it. So, yeah, life tips. As many life tips as I'm going to continue to give you, this probably is the biggest one, fellas. So, yeah, I think that's it. I'm going to get the heck out of here, but... Appreciate y'all listening, and uh, off to the next one. Peace.